You may have seen recently that Pope Francis was named the Person of the Year by Time Magazine, and Pope Francis certainly has captured our world by what he has said and how he's lived his life these past, well, we know more about him these past nine months than the nine months before that, but he certainly has had an impact on our world. And one of the things he's done to impact the church is within the Eucharistic prayer, he's said that we should include the name of St. Joseph when we pray that prayer. And blessed Joseph, her spouse, are the words that we'll hear at Mass today. We recall St. Joseph at every Mass. We hear about part of his life in the Gospel passage we just heard today, but St. Joseph is quite a saint. He's the patron saint of the church and the patron saint of a happy death. He's the patron saint of the family. He's the patron saint of fathers. He's the patron saint of laborers. He's the patron saint of carpenters. He's even the patron saint of those who are trying to sell their homes. <coughs> Within the first couple months I was a priest at St. Dominic Parish on the west side of Cincinnati, someone came to me and said, do you have a, a statue of St. Joseph that you can bless and that I can bury in my yard? And do I bury him right side up or upside down, the front yard or the backyard? I told them I didn't know, but I would find out. And they sold their home the day after they buried the statue. But they also prayed this prayer of commitment to St. Joseph, that St. Joseph would intercede for them. And I think that the prayer was more important than the action of burying the statue in the front yard, right side up, in that case. But we hear about St. Joseph, and we hear about his commitment to our blessed mother, his wife Mary, and her son Jesus. But it wasn't all calm and bright in the beginning, as we heard in today's gospel passage. St. Joseph has these dreams. St. Joseph has these plans. And what human being doesn't have dreams and plans? But then he finds out that his expectations aren't going to be met. And he decides that he's going to divorce Mary quietly because he was a very just and a very righteous and a very upright person. But then the plans of St. Joseph change again because an angel appears and says to Joseph to take Mary as his wife into his home because the child that she is bearing is the Son of God who's been conceived by divine intervention. And St. Joseph, being a person of faith who tried to live his faith and put his faith into action, follows the angel. He tries to connect God to his life. He understood that all human life, both unborn and born, has great dignity. And he realizes he's going to be the husband of Mary, but also the foster father of the Son of God. He doesn't know exactly what all that means. Who could know what it means to be the husband of the woman who's going to bring the Son of God into the world? Who knows what it's going to mean to live in the same house with the Son of God? He knew Mary was special. After all, he had asked her to marry him. But how can you plan to be the, the husband of the one who bears the Son of God. St. Joseph continued to live his faith. St. Joseph realized that he didn't have all the answers, but he needed to continue to place his trust in God and accept the fact that God was going to lead him, even though Joseph could no longer control life the way he had before. Which one of us is able to control life the way we'd like it to be? 
Because I think all of us at some point in our lives find that all of our plans have to get set aside, that our plans for life are changed drastically by something that's beyond our control, and sometimes it doesn't seem that the change in our plans is holy or heavenly. But I think we can learn from St. Joseph because life truly is what happens when we're making plans. And we look at the events that involuntarily change our lives and we can have the attitude that we're being ripped off. But I think we can also have the attitude and turn our hearts to God in prayer and ask, where are you, God, in these things that I'm presented with that I can't control? How do we continue to love and maybe even forgive in those particular moments when something happens that is totally unexpected? How do we allow God the opportunity to continue working through our lives when things happen that we don't have planned? But maybe these situations mean that we need to re-examine what our plans and conclusions may have been. And maybe these are wake-up calls to become more attuned to what it, be, what it means to have faith in God and to be a Christian and to be more like good St. Joseph. None of us can simply exist without the rest of the world somehow affecting us. And maybe even we have to change our plans. And in those moments, we look to St. Joseph, the husband of Mary, the foster father of Jesus, for inspiration about how to respond and how to turn our hearts over to God. We follow the example of a simple carpenter from Nazareth named Joseph, who continually focused on God and tried to connect God to life and to trust that the good Lord has nothing but good things in store for all of us.